Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with the Fantasy Sports Radio Update. Syracuse men's basketball coach Jim Beheim struck and killed a man while driving on Interstate 690 late last night. George Jimenez pronounced dead in hospital after being struck by Beheim's car. The 51-year-old Ramirez had been walking on the highway after a single vehicle crash. He was the passenger in a car that hit a guardrail earlier. Field sobriety and alcohol sensor tests were administered to both drivers. Both came back negative for impairment. Coach Beheim currently cooperating with an ongoing investigation. The 74-year-old coached Syracuse to win over Louisville just hours before the fatal accident. Duke star Zion Williamson has been listed with a mild ankle sprain, but has returned to Duke uncertain. The injury occurring after his Nike shoe blew up just 34 seconds into the game and a loss to UNC, their rivals last night. And that injury also leading many people to think it might be his last game played for the Blue Devils. Many NBA greats, both former and current players and hoop legends, telling Zion to skip the NCAA tournament to avoid any future risk and just wait for the NBA draft. DeMarcus Cousins just today also called the NCAA told Zion to do what he wants to do moving forward. The NCAA tournament begins March 19th. The NBA draft is slated for June 20th. And Williamson, he's a locked top three pick, probably projected to go number one. Nike also today are looking into the shoe malfunction and try to figure out how it blew up during the game. How does this affect the odds? Well, the Blue Devils were 9-2 to win their sixth national championship as of Monday at Westgate Superbook in Vegas. But odds maker Ed Salmon said they're going to drop to 7-1, to one, which number two Gonzaga was Monday should Williamson miss the season for injury or if he die, decides to shut it down and prepare for life in the NBA. The injury prompted the Westgate to send betting on college basketball, but Caesars Palace made an adjustment to the lines, and now here's how the futures are affected during Wednesday's game. Duke was 2-1 to one to win. Now they're plus 250. Gonzaga, they were down to 5-1 to one from plus 700. And Kentucky and Virginia are both 7-1 to one now. They were 8-9-1. and nine to one. NCAA hoop action, a few games in the top 25 tonight. Number 7, Michigan at Minnesota. Wolverines minus 4.5, 133. And number 2, Gonzaga hosting Pepperdine. Zags minus 27.5, 158. Yes, they have to go to a new conference. That's stupid. The Denver Broncos acquisition of veteran quarterback Joe Flacco from Baltimore. Surprising many, including former Denver quarterback, and sorry, current Denver quarterback Case Keenum. The 31-year-old says he feels let down by Broncos GM John Elway, and he's very disappointed that the team went in that direction. Drayden Keenum's going to leave Denver with $3 million in dead cap space. Cutting him will cost the team $10 million. He says he's unsure of his future in the Mile High City, and it's reported the Broncos are looking to trade the quarterback away. Back to work in the NBA tonight. we got six games on the sked. Phoenix and Cleveland. Suns minus one on the road, 218. Miami and Philadelphia. Sixers minus five and a half, 219. Joel Embiid out for Philly. He's going to miss a week with left knee soreness. His playing time will also be monitored by the team. Portland at Brooklyn. Blazers minus two and a half on the road, 230. Boston at Milwaukee. That's a good one. Bucks minus five and a half, 227. Sacramento at Golden State. Warriors, 12 and a half point favorites. 239 is your over-under. And Houston at the Lakers. Rockets laying two and a half on the road, 232 and a half. A few days before uh, the NHL trade deadline, but the Washington Capitals made a move today. They picked up Earl Hagelin from the LA Kims for a couple draft picks. In golf, the Puerto Rico Open. First round complete. Andres Romero is your current leader at six under par. 
World Golf Championships and Mecco underway. Rory McIlroy on fire right now. What a start for the Northern, Northern Irishman. He's seven under through 11 holes. Uh, now it's official too. UFC legend George St. Pierre announcing his retirement from MMA today. We knew that yesterday. Wiley considered one of the best MMA fighters of all time. St. Pierre will retire as one of only six fighters to hold two weight class titles. The 37-year-old boasts a professional record of 26-2. and two. And uh, hey, what about what a reign in USC history too. 2,064 straight days with su successful title defenses as well. GSP also confirming today that both he and Khabib both agreed to a super fight, but the UFC had other ideas. Morency, we got baseball scores. Yes, baseball. Seattle up 2 to nothing in the bottom of the first against Oakland and Mesa, Arizona today. And a cool night on the NHL. We have 11 games on the ice. I'll talk to you about the early games at 7. Washington at Toronto, least 75, 6.5 total. Carolina laying 120 to a total in that game, 6 against Florida, Ottawa, and New Jersey. Devils minus 125, 6.5. Mini at the New York Rangers. Rangers minus 20, total 6 there. And yes, we have a 7 on the board, a total of 7 between San Jose and Pittsburgh. The Pens minus 115 against San Jose. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your sports update. Keep it locked. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. We got our buddy Whale Capper. He's a Duke alum. We could talk to him about the crazy stuff that happened last night. Uh, NBA picks as well. The DFS hour and our boy, uh, I think our old buddy Big Man in Campus might stop by as well. So stick around, everybody. A great show for you. Take it away, Yang. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's do this thing. Game Time Decisions has begun. Red Heat Rage Radio. You just heard Cam Stewart. I am Gabriel Moretzi. The Thursday edition of the program. Very, very busy, uh, busy show uh, today, actually. Uh, we've got Whale Capper going to be stepping up in it. Uh, we've got Big Man on campus going to throw it down, give us uh, some college basketball picks. Uh, Whale Capper will talk some NBA, some Duke, some AAF. Uh, we got Drew Dinkmeyer, uh, one of the best, if not the best, uh, DFS uh, player in the world, actually, like uh, one of the best players in the world, bar none. So, uh, you know, we've got uh, experts, experts, and uh, experts, and then me and Cam. And yep. um, we also have <laughs> uh, we also have a new a new feature uh, on the program uh, today. It's called uh, Crossover Cam. Cro crossover promotion. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we're Sounds good, buddy. Good, yeah, we're having such good, good guests on the program in the morning. Um. Well, we're going to roll over some of the interviews on uh, on this show to promote uh, the morning after. Oh, nice. And, yeah, and, you know, promote, promote uh, you know, making it rain. And uh, Keith Arizari in the late night hours. I tell you, Keith Arizari is getting some great guests uh, as well in the late night hours. So, um, you know, there needs to be more cross promotion. So basically it's like one of the new, you know, new things, you know what I mean? Like uh, a yeah. network. Except I just happen to be on the morning show and the drive show, so yeah, cross you're already, you know, you're cross promoted already. <laughs> I'm cross promoting myself. You're, yeah, yeah, you're Mr. Cross Promotion. Hey, listen to me on the morning show. Yeah, I'll be talking to Bobby Valentine. Exactly. You know, hey, nothing wrong with promoting. I'll tell yourself. you though, Kim. No, I'll tell you though, it's not really promoting myself. It's like I'm getting softer and just like I'm changing in old age. Well, like I've been in this business so long now. The old me would have been, no, 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 no. We can't do that. I got to give them fresh content. That's nine yeah, minutes. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. I'm like, it's after we hear it in the morning. Yeah. Now, I, the first thing I thought, I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, we'll get like yeah, nine, nine minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go grab a donut. Thinking, yeah, oh, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah. Go to the, go to the yeah, bathroom. It was actually, 
Exactly. You're, you're doing the updates. You know, I'm on yeah, all yeah. day and stuff. Yeah. And uh, only the best of the best interviews. So, like, every day we're getting some good guys. So, today we had Lionel Hollins on. Former, oh, nice. Uh, coach former Grizzlies, Memphis, Grizzlies uh, coach. Bro- yes. I like the man. Yeah, New Jersey Nets, Brooklyn Nets uh, head coach. That's great. I think uh, maybe he was, maybe it was Newark when they he was the coach, actually. They played well, at Newark like, for a couple of years too. Lionel yeah, Hollins is good, man. He he wasn't it wasn't his he's fault with coach. the Grizzlies. Yeah, he's a good. He seems like a good guy and a good coach. No 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 nonsense type of guy. Type of guy uh, players listen to. He seems like a good. You, man. you remember, dude? They won. Uh, they went pretty deep. They won a series, and then they went like seven games yep. or something with Memphis in the playoffs. Didn't really have all that much talent. Uh, got the uh, got the Nets into the playoffs as well. You know he's been around. Uh, he's been around a long time. Uh, the game, right? Yeah, he was uh, rookie of the year, like 1976 or something like that, uh, in the NBA. But good, good coach. And uh, I think he does like a uh, blood pressure commercial or something. I always see it on CNN. Really nice. It's one of those like pharma cheesy sort of pharma commercials. Like he's coaching like a bunch of fake players. Like they don't look like yeah. real players at all, but he looks all stressed. <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I took this, you know, chip the van, and feel a lot better now. <laughs> Game time decision continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions, Red Heat Raid Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm David Morenzi, Cam Stewart, throwing it down in Toronto. I'm in our Weehawk in New Jersey studios uh, right now, overlooking uh, the beautiful skyline of uh, Manhattan. Uh, beautiful day, sunny day. I got the uh, Empire State Building. I, I feel like King Kong. I could reach out and touch it. <laughs> King Kong! It's right in front of me. It's right, uh, right in front of me. Uh, but I will be in Toronto tomorrow, actually. Uh, we're in New York right now, uh, but we're going to be in Toronto tomorrow for uh, the San Antonio Spurs and the Toronto Raptor game. Uh, DeMar DeRozan coming back to Toronto. I figured I'll come back, too. I left at the same time as him, and I'm yeah. coming back at the same time. The only difference is I think I'll drink more than he will in Toronto. Like, I don't think Correct. he's like I think they're already. Yeah. I think they're already there, actually. I think he <laughs> might have met with the media today. Um so, yeah, we got a stock show. Will Capper's going to step up and in right now. Uh, big man on campus a little bit later on. Drew Dinkmeyer, uh, one of the top uh, DFS players uh, in the business. DailyRoto.com will be with us. And uh, I spoke with um, head coach uh, Lionel, Call, uh, Lionel Hollins, uh, former head coach of, uh, of the Nets and, and the Grizzlies, uh, rookie of the year, NBA champion for the Blazers. And uh, we talked about Zion Williamson and what he should do and what, what he thought he should do, what he would recommend. And he was also the fifth pick in, in the NBA draft, too. So Hollins was a big-time draft pick and a coach. So figured he'd be, he'd be a good guy to actually get his perspective. Let's bring in a man who would, um, I don't know, rather, rather eat Vegemite than uh, wait in line to, to, to go to a Duke basketball game, even though he went to Duke. Uh, Tickets were going for a lot of money last night, Will Capper. What's up, Will Capper? 
Hey, what's happening, fellas? That was uh, crazy scenes in Cameron last night. Uh, President Obama in that? That was wild. And uh, Zion blows out his shoe 30 seconds in, possibly done for the season just to be on the safe side. I could, I wouldn't blame him for a heartbeat. And not, I mean, honestly, like, if I'm R.J. Barrett, I'm probably thinking really hard about if I want to play any more season also. <laughs> right? Like, seriously, like, R.J. Barrett, think about it, though. Like, R.J. Barrett. It, right now, if he doesn't play another minute of college basketball, he's the number two overall pick, right? But yeah. all he can do at this point, if he plays, is either A, get injured, which would hurt his draft stock. Or hurt his stock. Or B. People would be like, oh, he's not as yeah, good. Hurt his stock. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, he can't, if he can't carry Duke in Zion's absence, then teams are going to scratch their chins and think, well, maybe we, maybe there's another guy out there who can carry, you know, who can be the, the, the alpha and the number one. And, uh, you know, and so – you know, R.J. Barrett probably has the most to lose here uh, in the wake of uh, Zion potentially sitting out the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah. It's a very good angle. Uh, yeah. yeah. Camera crazies can, can – you know, I, I'm looking forward to them having a full-on meltdown uh, because I have a long, long story history. Uh, mortal enemies with the camera crazies. So. <laughs> That's why we like you, Will Capper. <laughs> I couldn't believe two guys like doing when I was doing the update game, looking at the readjusted odds. So the one uh, one one odds maker, Ed Salmons at the at the Westgate said they'll eventually go. They were nine to two there, which is a great number. Like I've only seen like you know three to one and stuff. So plus four fifty now. He thinks they'll go up to seven. But Caesar's Palace actually made the adjustment during the game. And Will Capper, it only went from uh, Duke two to one to plus two fifty. That's not enough if Zion Williams like that. That that wouldn't get me running to the door. I think it would, would at least go to four or five from two to plus two fifty. That doesn't seem like a big uh, a big move for such a key injury, in my opinion. No, no, that's a bad price. I would agree with you on that 100%. And the only thing Duke will have going for them is they've probably put enough of a resume together that the committee's going to give them a number one seed regardless of whether Zion Williams plays or not. Uh, but, uh, you know, and so with the one seed obviously comes a pretty favorable pass to the Final Four. Um, and, you know, it's it's Duke, Duke's going to underperform in the tournament probably even if they have a, a full squad just because, you know, they're inexperienced and we see – you know, we see what experience, you know, experience does matter, you know, come tournament time. It's, it's, a, it's a generational team, you know, that, uh, that really, you know, excels in March Madness without, you know, a couple of vets who have some experience under their belts. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken Duke even at the, at the shorter price uh, with a fully healthy squad, but at, at, at plus 250, that's, that's a really poor price. You know, you mentioned it too, the, the scene and the moment uh, there last night. You know, yesterday and the day before with the, with the game coming, I actually looked up. I'm like, uh, you know, I was reading about the game capping. And I'm like, all right, let me look from a different perspective here of, uh, you know, top uh, top moments in, in Duke, Duke, North Carolina history. This will be, this is pretty much the, the most famous moment now. You know what I mean? Like tickets were going for $10,000. Uh, yeah, the, the president, the ex-president is there. Uh, 30 seconds in, Zion Williamson, who's pretty much hyped up, like the most hyped up Duke player of all time, actually, which goes to show, too, the, the era that we live in right now. Like, Christian Leitner actually hit big shots and, like, won championships and stuff, right? But, you know, we live in a in a really quick, quick, you know, build-you-up, tear-you-down society now in which, you know, he's been proclaimed the next king of basketball already. But honestly, I mean, 
I I was I was uh, I was resistant to it earlier in the year. I was like, listen, he's he's a good dunker. You know what I mean? He's dominating in the paint and stuff against college kids. He's caught a tweener with his body. Um, you know, like what what where is he going to fit in the NBA? You know, everyone can jump. Everybody has hop in the NBA. But as the season's gone on, I've started to buy into him more. And I just, you know, listening to other people, Whale Capper, like, you know, Steve Kerr says, yeah, he's like the next LeBron. And he said, yeah, yeah. he's that good. Like, Kerr actually stated, yeah, he's that good. He is like, and Kerr doesn't say things like that. Kerr said, yeah, he's a, he's a phenom. Like, he is a, he's a megastar. He'll dominate in the NBA. Uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a pretty prickly guy, right? Who calls it like it is now. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant said, yeah, this kid is the next superstar of our league type thing. Like, he's going to be a face of basketball. So, you know, I was always sort of torn on him here, but they're screwed without him. And it's not because of our, it's not because of Barrett. Barrett's a good player. And I read their, their comments after, guys, and Trey Jones basically stated that they were rattled after he got hurt. For sure. Which is, yeah. they're kids. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure they were. Yeah. They were rattled. They're thinking about injury. And he said, we were rattled. It freaked us out. And he said, not so much that he wasn't on the floor, but the way it happened. And and quite frankly, and he goes, our energy goes through him. And he basically stated, like, if you look in the second half, they were more comfortable. You know, they basically talked and said, all right, listen, he's not here. We got to, you know, you got to, someone, you better get some energy going here. So, you know, they were caught off guard. I think they'll be better moving forward without him. They're still a very good team. But then we get into the debate as to whether he should play or not. Lionel Hollins basically said that the kid should do what he wants to do, what his heart tells him. That if he's able to play, and I liked Hollins' attitude in a sense, because I've said this about kids that skip bowl games. And Hollins said the same thing. He said, damn, man, he said he could not play. And then he could get hit by a bus, <laughs> which is kind of a cliche thing to say, but it's true, true though, sure. right? Like he said, you, you can't live life. Yeah. And then he even said, he goes, well, if he was so good, why even bother going to college in the first place? He sure just set out. He goes, you can't sit your life out, right? And he goes, you got to enjoy life and, and play. But he goes, if he's injured, then don't play. So he was in, and I'm in the same version right now, guys. Like, we don't know the extent of the injury. If they tell him in a week, listen, my knee's better, I'm good to go, then go out there and play. If there's like, listen, you know, if he's going to do the old, I got to do this for the team, I got to do this for Coach K, then you shut it the hell down. Because Coach K won't be worried about you in four years. You know what I mean? Like, no, you've, no, you know, no. so this is a big business for you. Like, you know, not you, they worry about them, you got to worry about you. So I see both sides of it. I'm not going to call the kid out if he doesn't play anymore, if they decide to shut it down. Um, but I get the feeling that he's not that type of kid, and I think he's going to want to play. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think it's a pretty no-brainer. Skip skip uh, the rest of the regular season and skip the ACC tournament. Um, the ACC tournament playing back-to-back-to-back-to-back days uh, is not is not helpful for anyone. Um, so I think it's in his best interest to at least wait until, you know, kind of the, the real tournament starts. Uh, if he's going to play at all, but I, I agree 100 with your take on this, and you know, and the risk is, you know, if he's not 100, percent if he gets hurt again, now you start to develop this reputation like a guy who can't stay healthy. That's problematic. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Gabriel Moretzi, Cam Stewart, uh, throwing it down with us. Uh, we got Whale Capper, uh, Whale underscore uh, Capper uh, with us uh, right now. Yeah, last thing about Zion Williamson, we'll move on. You know, I have been critical of college football players in the past, and it's ironic because that's even a more physical sport. But, you know, I don't like, like, when, like, like Will Greer this year. Will Greer is the quarterback of West Virginia. He leaves West Virginia before the bowl game. You know, West Virginia actually battled pretty hard in their game for it. That's away the thing. The if Will Greer played in that game, Gabe, they probably would have beat Syracuse in that game. He really let them down. Like, no, they you know, probably like, would have. Yeah, they would have. But in the grand scheme of things, does it matter? But, you know what I mean? If no, they get, they he should have played. The pinstripe bowl, yeah. whatever the hell it was. But, yeah, my deal is with him <laughs> is that, you know, my deal with him is that, dude, you're like a third or fourth round draft pick, all right? Like, instead of having this attitude of, I need to get ready for the combine, how about going out there and kicking ass in a bowl game and, and making a name for yourself? Throw four or five touchdown passes in a bowl game and go to the combine. Like, you know, you've got something to prove. Like, I don't see that. Like, Zion Williams is different. I mean, you know, like, like I said earlier in the day, if you're like, you know, Celine Dion or Mariah Carey and your voice doesn't feel well, you're not doing a free charity concert, benefit concert in the park. You tell them, I'm sorry, I'd like to do the benefit concert for you, but I can't because my throat is screwed, and <laughs> I'm not even going to do it if I got paid right now because I'm hurt, right? Like, But somehow, like people in sports, whatever Zion does, people are going to be all over him uh, right now. Uh, but ultimately, you know, he should think about himself when you're, when you're the number one pick, but it's, it's, that's the era that we're in uh, right now. And I've said this, last thing about this, guys. I wouldn't even play NCAA basketball if I was a stud. There's no yeah. way in hell. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. To go through their stupid rules and their little drug yeah. test and all oh, go to class and this and that like, seems be that used seems to by be ESPN the, and why? You're you're right, Gabe. That's go play. Be, that seems to be the, go play the prevailing in Europe. The the prevail. Yes, go exactly. Play in China. Luke, Luka Doncic said, you saw him on Twitter, the old, like, hey, come to Europe type of thing, like laughing, thumbs up. All the old NBA players are like, why? The NCAA makes money off your back, and then you don't get to see any of it, and say it was a career-ending injury. Zion Williamson, it would have been like pissing away millions and millions of dollars for him and his family. And oh, so I'm with oh you. My the, ri- the, ri- the risk-reward yeah. is too high, and the NCAA, until they pay players, there's no point in playing there. Will Capper, it's a joke. Like It's time to move on with society. There's, their rule structure's archaic. Yeah, no doubt. This uh, the, this has potential this to be it. kind of a catalyzing event. Yeah, this event could trickle into you know finally making a change and and improving the system because it's wh- why it's not more like what they do with baseball is beyond me. Right, like baseball, you can you can go out of high school right into the pro system. 
uh, or you can go to college, in which case you have to play for at least three years. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, that it seems it's right there. It's, it's right for the taking. It already exists in the uh, uh, in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is a minor league system. NBA has developed this minor league system with the D League. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, this the the way that things are now with the one and dones in NCAA is not sustainable. And the sooner they fix it, the better. And hopefully, this is like a catalyzing event for that. It'll be a tough system to break. It'll be a tough, tough system to break, man. Like it, has they, to, it has to break, though. They, people, people don't like giving up cheap labor, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right, Marantz. Like, think about all the people that are benefiting yeah. from it. Everybody, the networks, the schools, everything. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be tough, but people people are smart. They can see through the BS, and and they understand the kids are the losers here. And fine, let them go to Europe or, look at, or you know, go somewhere else. Get paid. Look at you know to. Dante Axum. Dante Axum's yep. a kid that he was playing in Australia, and he could have went and played like NCAA basketball, and he didn't. And instead, he didn't play college either. He basically just hired like a bunch of like coaches and stuff, and you know, jump shot like sort of. He was in LA, and he hired like you know, jump shot guy and you know, workout guy and. He played in competitive games and stuff. He ended up getting drafted seventh overall. Emmanuel Moutier was going to play for SMU. He committed. He was going to do it. Kid's going to play in Dallas for SMU and Larry Brown. And uh, I don't know, man. There was some bullshit about he had to sit out and this and that because of some school thing or whatever. And he said to Brown, you know what? I uh, I'm not going to serve. I'm not sitting out. I'm not going to get suspended before I kid got suspended before he even met the NCAA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was like, ah, I don't, I don't need this. Like, yeah, yeah he went to China. He made $1.2 million. And I heard today and you know, Joe Ranieri, who we do the show with in the morning, you know, he sold the part about college as part of your life. And it's, you know, soaking it up and all that type of stuff. And, I, you know, I'm of the, we're in the real world now, man. I'd like to say that yeah. college is all real. What are colleges about? They're about protecting pedophiles. Like, they're about protecting their own self-interest. They're about protecting um, rapists. They're about yeah. exploiting and, laborers. And when kids yeah. don't have money, Gabe, uh, yeah, I left college, and all I got was big debt. Boo-hoo. Yeah, that, 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 that uh, diploma from a community college really helped in life. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the president <laughs> of Duke. President of Duke went into uh, went into a coffee shop on the Duke campus. Didn't like the rap music because there was profanities. Got the chick fired to work there because oh, you can't have that, right? Like, you know, it turned out he's making like three point five million dollars a year. And you know, we can go on and on, but you're right, Will Capper. I think someone like Zion Williamson will sort of swing the pendulum a little bit. You know, in past years, it's like anything. It's like gay marriage and pot. Yeah, people are like, ah, oh, that'll never happen. Absolutely not. And I remember even, let's say, like, you know, five years ago, the hard, for the most part, the media and type would be like, suck it up and play. You're lucky to be going to Duke. And, uh, you know, that sort of, oh, you, yeah, know, the, you know, call it out for what it is. You're a black kid. You're lucky that, you know, you're living this life. Yep. They were letting you live yep. this life somehow. Now... Seems like it's pretty common, actually, with people in the media saying, bro, don't play another damn minute for those guys. <laughs> like, the yeah, pendulum yeah. is switching. It's, it's, it's changing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt. Popular culture is definitely kind of coming around on this, thankfully, uh, at long last. Um, and I completely agree with you. These private universities exist to build up their annual funds and get alumni donations. And, you know, the, yeah. the degree to which you're, you have a successful sports program just gets, you know, you get more money out of your alumni. Um, you know, and if you're, you know, it's a good point. I, it's not just TV. These, why are you donating right. money to these colleges? You know, and you know, and it's and you know, Duke Fort without a doubt got themselves on the map. Ra- you know, they raised their profile uh, up to you know the top ten in the you know U.S. you know U.S. college ranking report or whatever that thing is. Uh, and a lot of it was on the back of you know they had this really successful college basketball program and they rose through. You know, they they got all of this. Um, you know, they got all this attention and, and ability to recruit, you know, the higher profiles, you know, at, you know, uh, students, student body, because they had a, you know, they had a product that was enticing to them, which was this great college basketball team. Like the, there's no, there's, you know, there's a one-to-one correlation where they can compete for uh, the top talent academically um, with the Ivy leagues by having, you know, a college basketball team that they can sell to the student body as look, if you come to Duke, you get to go to these games like that. It's, it's 100% a selling point. And then they turn around and after you graduate, they're like asking for money. Like, Hey, you know, you, you know, you're part of the Duke family. You know, you're a blue devil. Like, you know, do, you know, donate. What are you, what are you waiting for? Like, it's all, it's all a pretty gross system top to bottom. And the fact that the players get virtually nothing out of it besides whatever they are getting compensated with that we don't know about via, you know, you know, paper bags full of money or Bitcoin yep. or whatever they're getting, you know, like, exactly. like it's, it's a gross broken system that needs to change. And, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, the NBA probably is going to be the real mechanism that really forces change, right? Like we've seen the NBA kind of grow and gravitate to be a player's league and they've gotten a lot out of negotiations uh, with the owners through the last couple of bargaining agreements. And all these guys, like they have kids that are going to go through this exact same system. And they're, you know, you have guys like LeBron uh, and his generation that did not have to, they weren't forced to go and, you know, provide free labor for, you know, a multi-billion dollar industry for a year before going and getting an NBA contract, you know, career started. And I've got a, got a funny feeling that like, you know, LeBron's kid, Chris Paul's kid, Russell Westbrook's kid, like once these guys, you know, they get to the level of, you know, the, the NCAA, you know, uh, you know, that, that, you know, recruiting time frame where they're like, Hey, this is nonsense. Like, I wouldn't surprise me if at that point, you know, there's starts to be some pressure that comes down from the NBA to really fix the system because as it is right now, it's just, it's a joke. Wow, that's why you're the well Duke said. Guy. Me and Cam Art. Yeah, we get you. Because, what a great uh, speech. Honestly, that point. Was, we, it you might could take, have said any better, Will Camper. Brilliant. It Brilliant. might take. It, it's going to take years for this to change, but it's a good point with uh, little Bronny. <laughs> uh, uh, with, with LeBron's kid, with LeBron not going having to play, you're right, and he's about three, four years away from this. I guess four years, five years, four years. Oh, away from this, which is sort of good timing, that LeBron James could be the one big enough to twist the NBA's arm. Because that's, that's what it comes down to, is the NBA. Like, the NBA, you know, Silver's a good guy, and the NBA comes across as, like, you know, the sort of the humanitarians. They're the, the green party of political sports uh, leagues. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, they, they you yeah. know, they, wanna, they want everyone to be happy and take care of everything. But at the same point in time, they also don't want incredibly young players that aren't ready to play. And they're getting a free system in the NCAA as well. 
right? Like they also yep, are getting yep, free, yep. free research and development, so to speak, free R&D out of this. Now, Silver brought it up in the past. The question is, like you said, like baseball. Like, you know, these kids, like, listen, some of these kids have families of their own, man. You know what I mean? There's guys 22 years old. They already have a couple of kids or whatnot. And you're almost forcing them. You're forcing their hand in a sense. Where I'm going with this is if you actually paid the real money to play in the G League and develop them, right? Like, so they're making yeah. money in the G League and it's actually an alternative. But we'll get to some picks. NBA is back. Quick break. We'll be right back with Whale Capper, Fantasy Sports Radio, the Network Game Time this week. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decision, Fred Heaton Rager Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Marenzi, Cam Stewart, Whale Capper uh, joining us. We got Drew Dinkmeyer uh, a little bit uh, later on. We're going to talk some DFS uh, tonight's game from a DFS uh, perspective. Big man on campus. Uh, we'll throw a couple of college basketball selections our way. Whale Capper NBA resumes uh, here this evening. I was talking this morning about this and. You know, there there could there's it seems like a couple of spots where there could be points put up on a board, but that total in the in the Golden State game incredibly high, two thirty nine. And these teams haven't played in like ten days. You know, some of them nine days or whatever it's been. What it's Thursday now. Some teams were shut down on Tuesday and Wednesday, etc. Only a few teams played Thursday. So it's been a week plus that they've been off. I'm gonna run through and I you know, we're gonna run through the numbers. Uh, a little bit later on in the show about the first quarter totals. Um, what do you think about uh, players being a little cold coming back after the uh, the break? It's a pretty strong angle. Um, the teams that are heavily relying on their you know their uh, their outside shooting, I would have circled as you know question marks. The one that popped for me for sure was Boston Milwaukee, um, just because Boston is an especially good perimeter defending team, and Milwaukee makes so much of their hay around the outside. I feel like uh, you know two twenty seven. Uh, that's a real that's a that's a real reach for any Boston game, let alone uh, you know a game where they match up well defensively against their opponents. So I would say uh, that one probably screams you know the most as far as a good looking under um, that uh, that Kings Warriors game. You're right, that total is bananas high. But you know if, if anyone can do it, it's these teams. The Kings. You know, they they run, uh, you know, one of the faster-paced offenses in the league. And if you look at Golden State and how they play against sort of the top five pace teams, uh, you know, you see some pretty outrageously high-scoring and outrageously fast-paced games. So it's, it w- that one was would be an easy one to stay away from. Uh, although I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of interested in Sacramento and the points there. They've played Golden State extremely tough 
and every meeting we've seen from them yeah. this season. Uh, and why that one opened at 11 and got that up to 12 and a half is beyond me. I think that's, you know, even on the open, I would have uh, looked for the Kings. And if you're going to, you know, give me an inflated price, then, you know, I'm all about it. I feel like maybe the public is driving that number a little bit because they think like, oh, all-star breaks over. The Warriors are going to get serious now and really play hard. You know, this, the Warriors, mm, yeah, yeah. this year, uh, regular season, uh, seems like an especially lackluster motivation year for them. Uh, they're still figuring out the right way to integrate Boogie into their offensive system. Uh, you know, I do not think this is a wire-to-wire, put the Kings away type of game, because the Kings are feisty as hell. Um, they got young young team, young legs, rested. Uh, when the Kings have been rested, they have played extremely well so far this season, so... Uh, I like the Kings as a, as a pretty uh, pretty frisky look against the Warriors in Oakland tonight. One That's another team too, and it's a good point. It's a good point as far as the Warriors. Listen to the public team; they're back. People just saw all these Warriors in the All Star game. They started; they were cranking it up going into the break uh, here, uh, but. Um, it's a lot of points to come out of the break. And as you stated, Will Capper, they, they've got their eyes on, on a bigger target uh, than this game uh, coming out of the gate. And every game is big for Sacramento uh, as well. Every single game uh, is big for Sacramento. Now, the perception, too, it's amazing. It's almost like been a reset where we're right back to where we started where with the Brooklyn Nets. Where the Brooklyn Nets didn't get any respect throughout the year and they were a freaking covering machine. They literally were yeah. like 19 and 5, and then they flicked the switch. Basically, instead of, you know, I remember they played Sacramento. I was one of the holidays, might have been MLK Day. They were like two and a half, three point favorites. They crushed them. And, you know, they were getting, you know, they got six. They were getting points all the time where they were really small favorites at home, and they were a freaking covering machine. Then suddenly going into the break, they started putting up eights and tens and. They got tired, of the book got tired of getting beat with Brooklyn. Now we're coming out of the break again. We're right back where we started. Portland are not yeah, a good yeah. road team, yet they're two-and-a-half-point road favorites on the East Coast here against a Brooklyn team that's healthier now. They got Karis LeVert back. They still don't have Dinwiddie, but they got Karis LeVert. They have a very confident Joe Harris coming off uh, the NBA All-Star uh, three-point contest win. They have a hell of a coach. Like they have, They're 17-13 and 13 on their home court. Yeah, I, I, listen, I'm not going to judge a number before the game is over, but I think Brooklyn should be the ones that should be two and a half, but bigger favorites. I like the Brooklyn Nets a lot tonight, Will Capper, taking the Nets tonight. I dig that. I dig that a lot. You have very strong reasoning there. Um, they are just going to miss my card. Um, I'll, and just kind of, uh, I don't know, a couple, a couple thoughts on the NBA post-All-Star break. I'm not uh, – I have – I have uh, a pretty poor record for whatever reason coming out of the all-star break. I think a lot of it is just kind of through the months of January and February, a lot of my handicap is, is assisted by finding, uh, you know, fatigue advantages. Like one team is a little bit more tired than the other team. And you tweak that into your model and capture that difference. And you can kind of, you know, find, you know, find an edge against the, uh, the standard line where people aren't accounting for that sort of thing. Well, everybody's reset right now. Everybody, nobody's tired. Everybody. And you mentioned it like, Teams like the the Nets, I'm not sure people really know what Levert coming back means. Like he was pretty amazing for them uh, when he was healthy earlier this season. And you make a great point about Joe Harris too. Um, but you know, just in general, like I tend to lay off a lay, you know, you know, I'm, I'm at least my strategy this year. I'm going to play it 
slightly fewer games than I would otherwise coming out of the break just because things are a little unpredictable. Um, you know, definitely some teams have, you know, kind of fixed their sights on what they need to do to get positioned for the playoffs. Meanwhile, others like the Nets, maybe they feel pretty comfortable. They've, they've accomplished more than they expected. Maybe they've patted themselves on the back a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, they may, they may get caught sleeping against the Portland team that is, you know, that, that is determined to avenge some of the, uh, some of the demons from their first round outs last year. So it's, it's an interesting uh, matchup, but it's one I'm going to say. great job. The coach of the Nets yeah. has done yeah. a great job keeping, uh, keeping them motivated from a game, game to game. They really haven't suffered letdowns. Like when they win a game, they don't get lazy after. When they lose a game, they don't feel sorry for themselves. Like the Nets are a very, very cohesive team. Like they're like the only team in the NBA that you'll see when they lose the game, they all like shake hands still and stuff. Like they mm-hmm. they hug and they shake hands like they won almost. Like like hey, we tried our best, man. And like they really have like a very, very good attitude. So a prop that I saw, guys. Um, uh, they have it over at uh, FanDuel here in Jersey. Will the Lakers make the playoffs plus 100? Will they not make the playoffs? Is minus 160. They're three games out of a playoff spot right now. LeBron says that that's funny because last week LeBron said, well, if we make the playoffs, we do. If we don't, we don't. Um, essentially, there's worse things in life. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, that's something Kobe would say or Jordan would say for sure. Um, and this week, obviously, he realized that's not what people want to hear. So he said, uh, the switch is going to be, you know, the intensity switch has been flicked. He's basically stating it's go time right now. Because that's the thing, guys. If you're a casual observer of the NBA and you're thinking it was just the All-Star game, this isn't the second half of the season. There's 20 games left. Like, the Raptors have played 60 games. They have 22 games left. Like, this isn't the second half of the season. This is the playoff, like, sprint now. And they're playing against the Rockets. So what's your take on this game tonight and the Lakers? You're in L.A., so what's the feel? Yeah, I. this is tough. I'm going to back the Rockets tonight. I'm laying the points. Uh, I think this is a pretty horrific matchup uh, for the Lakers. I love the fact that Capella is coming back from injury. Uh, you know, Harden and Capella, before Capella got injured, they had some absolutely magical chemistry. Uh, Chris Paul is healthy now. And I think between the three of them, uh, you know, all competing on offense, it's going to be too much for the Lakers to keep up with, uh, regardless of how many switches LeBron flips. So tonight, I'm going Rockets, but, but... It's impossible for me to rule to uh, you know to count LeBron out from getting a playoff seed. And you look at the Lakers' schedule; it's not one of the easiest down the stretch. He's going to help a ton him. of games that are going to be real tough. Um, but you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot of people were counting LeBron out last year when they went into the playoffs, and it tilted prices away from the Cavs in a lot of those playoff series. And I made a lot of money basically saying, well. You know, LeBron's LeBron, playoff LeBron is playoff LeBron, and, you know, he's going to, you know, drag this team, you know, worst team he'd ever, you know, ever assembled. He's going to drag them kicking and streaming, screaming to the finals, and sure enough, he did it. Uh, and this team is not great with the Lakers. They have a ton of holes. Uh, they are missing a ton of pieces. But if LeBron drags them to the playoffs, I will not be surprised. You said it, Marenzi. This league, yeah, though, they look at cha-ching, 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 odds LeBron. Yeah. Not going to the playoffs, TV deals. Like, give me a break. 
You, 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 we've seen it firsthand watch, watching them play uh, Cleveland oh, he's gonna at get home calls. in Toronto, like, yeah, getting no calls. He's going to get in calls. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. On the road in Toronto, he's getting calls. So with the Lakers team in that think market, about it. not to make the playoffs? Come you get on, the Lakers. <laughs> you get the Lakers in the playoffs with the eight seed. They play Golden State. Yeah. So it's like LeBron. Correct. The like it's, yes. The script writes itself. It does. Yeah, there's two teams seconds. in the West. There's two teams in the West that I have circled as, like, almost sure thing tanking teams. The Clippers are one of them. They're in the eighth seed now. Uh, if the Clippers work their way out of the playoffs, they get to keep their first-round draft pick this year, which is huge for them. Uh, similarly, Memphis is kind of right on the bubble of having to hand over their pick if they don't stay in the bottom eight. So I would say Grizzlies and Clippers are probably your two teams most likely to kind of show some sign of tanking a little bit earlier than normal. Um, and then, uh, so that opens the door, and that leaves, I, I, you know, I think Utah is going to absolutely scream up the standings. Uh, San Antonio looks like a Agreed. team that is, you know, is in deep, it, San Antonio is in a little bit of trouble. Um, they have been playing like a bottom 10 team over their last seven games. Uh, and I, I have some significant concerns about how Pop has that, uh, that team performing right now. Usually they get better this time of year. They're improving going into the All-Star break. This year we saw the exact opposite. They were absolutely regressing. Uh, and I, I have kind of San Antonio. But they were Sacramento to their defense. LA, like, yeah, go ahead. San Antonio for the defense. And I hear what you're saying. They're defensively challenged, this team. Um, to their defense, uh, going into this break, they were in the middle of that rodeo trip, right? Like That's the uh, the rodeo took That's their true. arena over, right? So, like, every one of those losses was on the road. Every one of them. They had an eight-game road trip. And it's not even yep, over yet. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of those were. Some of them were. The Spurs are who they are. Even though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even their wins weren't very compelling. Like they, they eked out wins against New Orleans and Memphis. Those are their only two wins in February, and both of them were pretty lucky. Uh, like they are, they, they're performing. You know, met- metrically, they're performing like a bottom eight team right now. Uh, and maybe that all snaps. Maybe that. I, I mean, I don't know. What are you expecting tomorrow out of DeRozan in Toronto? He'll play okay. Um, the, 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 I think the Raptors uh, are going to kill them. After what they did to them in San Antonio, that's my take. What do you think, right? Nancy? Right. I think the Raptors killed them. Uh, well, I'm curious with the prop tomorrow. Listen, DeRozan. DeRozan had his first ever career triple double when he played against the Raptors the first time this year, and it was weird. He did it in the first half, which is crazy. Yeah. Like he had 18 points, like 11 rebounds, and like 10 assists in the first freaking half of the game, and then he didn't score again. Like, yeah, you know, there was a blowout. They didn't play him that much in the second half. It was a weird, weird dynamic. Kawhi Leonard had a horrible game against the Spurs. So I think that Kawhi has a big game tomorrow. I think DeMar will yeah. beat DeMar. DeMar will have, like, 20 points type thing. I think he'll get caught up in the emotion. He's a very emotional person, DeMar. He loved the city of Toronto. People really, really like him. It's going to be an emotional night, uh, you know, at the at the, at the arena. He could get caught up in it a bit. But look, Kawhi Leonard did, right? Like Kawhi Leonard didn't look up and stuff, and he's pretty stone faced. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you could tell oh, yeah. he was a little rattled after all that, you know. Strongly agree. Strongly agree. <laughs> Always good. Thanks for the time. Take care, Will Capper. Hey, Have a good one, buddy. Luck. Best luck this weekend, fellas. We didn't even get into the AAF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I was thinking. I know exactly. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game Time Decisions, Ready and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am uh, Gabriel Morenzi, Cam Stewart. Get us uh, caught up to date. Hey. Once again, the uh, the metal update hour at uh, six o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Pop at six. Metal at five. The top five at five with Cam Stewart. Top five stories of the day at five. Yeah. Speaking of which, what's that Jason do? He always used to call us. Remember, he was like, uh, "I got nine oh, yeah. topics." <laughs> oh yeah, nine topics. I only got two through the first two with you guys. Yeah, it's a. Uh, oh yeah, Jason when he uh, faked his voice and Yang got fooled that time. Uh, Yang won't get yeah. fooled again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. He's been away for a while. It's true. Such a Jim, Jim Beheim, and yeah, our boy uh, Big Card Julio. Although Big Card Julio, I see on Twitter. Yeah, I saw yeah. he retweeted our show yesterday. I saw. You. Shout out to Julio. Hope you're all right out there. Um. So uh, Jim Beheim last night, unfortunately, uh, ran somebody over, and um, you know we're not saying it's Beheim's fault. I mean the guy. I used this guy. We got in an accident. On the interstate, and yeah. uh, he was outside of his car. Always dangerous, right, to be outside Very of the car. Very dangerous. Uh, there, Bayheim, it was dark. It was midnight. Um, so the guy passed away. Unfortunately, our condolences. The Internet's just cold and crazy. And yeah. there's a picture for everything out there. And there's actually a picture here of Jim Bayheim, And it's a real picture from a couple of years ago, years ago. <laughs> There's a picture of Jim Beheim giving NASCAR driver Tony Stewart a Stewart number 14 Syracuse uh, jersey. Oh, boy. Now, in case you're wondering, wow, what's the big deal? Even when I saw it, I'm like, he killed a man accidentally. He killed a man accidentally. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, he ran. Yeah, yeah, you remember. Yeah, yeah, of course. Difference is, Tony Stewart might have done it on purpose. Jim Bayhai did it. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been on I the highway. Uh, I, I've been on. I've been on a highway late at night like that when my car broke down. It's very easy to uh, get into a situation like that. I hope everything. Uh, you know, I wish the family the best. And uh, I, Coach Bayheim is probably ruined after this game. He'll be living with it for the rest of his life. DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you, Yang. Back to live update. I'm Cam Stewart, the Fantasy Sports Network update. 
Duke star Zion Williamson has been listed with an ankle sprain, but has returned to Duke uncertain. Many people think the star might have played his last collegiate game for Duke after that freak injury last night. The injury occurred after his Nike shoe blew up 34 seconds into the game and a loss to rival UNC at Cameron Indoor. Many NBA greats and former current players checking in on this topic today and think Zion uh, might actually skip the NCAA tournament to avoid any other future risk and just wait for the NBA draft. DeMarcus Cousins of the Warriors called the NCAA landscape BS and added that injury and uh, that situation wouldn't have happened in my Puma scape. He's a, he's a Puma guy and said, uh, Nike's rip. My Pumas are very, very sturdy and strong. The NCAA tournament begins March 19th while the NBA kind of a freak for June 20th. It is. A, a, those, th- those shoes did look very thin, though, and me and you, having you have a big foot and I have a wide foot. Sometimes, you know, you need a little more padding there. DeMarcus Cousins is just saying his oh, Pumas destroyed. are uh, very good. They were actually I uh, another thing too. The... They're the cheapest. They're the cheapest brand of Nikes. There, the Paul, the PG two point five model, ninety five dollars. Apparently, they say they had other shoes in excess of two three hundred dollars that are a little bit more, uh, you know, custom and uh, built better. Just saying. He likes the Paul George model. Yeah, because they're probably lighter, that slicker. Williamson, a guaranteed top three pick, projected number one in the NBA draft. Nike also today saying, hey, they're going to look into that shoe malfunction. Blue Devils were 9-2 to two in the national championship. A lot of odds makers saying the odds are going to be dropping to 6 or 7-1. to one. Caesars Palace made an adjustment to their odds. Duke was only plus 200 then, now plus 250. Gonzaga, the biggest mover, they were 7-1, to one, now down to 5-1. to one. Kentucky, 7-1, to one, and Virginia down to 7-1 to as well. They were 9-1. to one. NCAA hoop action tonight. Top 25. Only a couple teams in action. Gabe's Wolverines against Minnesota. Wolverines 4.5, 133. And Gonzaga hosting Pepperdine. Zags 27.5, 158. Oh my God. Syracuse men's basketball coach Jim Beheim. We talked about this. Struck and killed a man while driving on Interstate 690 in Syracuse late last night after their game. George Jimenez was pronounced dead in hospital after being struck by Bayham's vehicle. The 51-year-old Ramirez had been walking on the highway after a single car crash. He was a passenger in a car that hit a guardrail, and then he got out. Field sobriety and alcohol sensor tests were administered to both drivers. Both came back negative. Coach Beheim says he's currently cooperating with the ongoing investigation and feels for the Ramirez family. The 74-year-old coach in a win over Syracuse just hours before the accident on the road. His college football coach is a believer, Gabe. Sooner head coach Lincoln Riley says today he'll be shocked if five players are selected in the upcoming NFL draft ahead of his quarterback, Kyler Murray. We talked about Denver Broncos and the acquisition of quarterback Joe Flacco, and today Case Keenum let his words be known very disappointing. The 31-year-old says he was let down by Broncos uh, general manager John Elway, and he's disappointed the team went in that direction. Trading Keenum would leave Denver $3 million in dead cap space. Cutting him will cost them $10 million. Keenum unsure what's going to happen. The Broncos looking to trade the 31-year-old. Another move today, the Bengals have hired New York Giants DB coach Lou Amaruno to his new defensive coordinator. In an interview today, Jags executive VP of football operations Tom Coughlin says Blake Bortles is their quarterback, quote-unquote, for now. Rumors had mutual interest between the Jags and quarterback Nick Foles. Stay tuned there. Back to work in the NBA. Six games on the schedule. Phoenix and Teddy Cleveland Bridgewater. Pass. Teddy Bridgewater to Jacksonville, you're thinking. Teddy Bridgewater to Jacksonville. Yeah, I would, be a, wouldn't be surprised to see that. 
He'll be in the mix. Phoenix and Cleveland, Cavs minus one and a half, 221. Miami and Philly, Sixers five and a half, 219. Joel Embiid out for a week for the Sixers. Portland and Brooklyn, Blazers two and a half favorites on the road. Damian Lillard probable. Boston and Milwaukee, Bucks minus five and a half, 227. Greek Freak and Kyrie Irving probable for this game. Sacramento and Golden State, Warriors up to 12 and a half, 239. And Houston at the Lakers, Rockets laying two and a half. Whale Capper likes it, 232 and a half. And Clint Capella back for Houston after a long absence. A few days before the NHL trade deadline, a move today, the Washington Capitals picking up forward Carl Hagelin from the LA Kings for a few draft picks. PGA update, Andres Romero in Puerto Rico is the leader at 600. Who, Carl Hagelin? Oh, yeah, he's, he's traveled a lot. He's, yeah. like the Mike Sill- he's like the Mike Sillinger of today's NHL. That guy played for like nine teams in six years. Puerto Rico Ryan open. Whitney. Yeah, Ryan Whitney, well-traveled as well. Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson tied for the lead at 7-under. Tiger Woods even through 10. And Tiger Woods says he's going to skip his hometown event, the Honda Classic. He said sorry to Jack and his wife, but he intends to play at the Players' Championship and the Arnold Palmer. Cactus League action today, Gabe. If you bet on Seattle, they were up 5 to nothing in the second inning. The problem, game canceled due to rains. Womp, womp. Man, that's got to be upsetting. Nice five-run lead there. You get nothing. Game canceled. Crazy night in the NHL. 11 games on tap, and we'll talk about this one. San Jose and Pittsburgh, the marquee matchup. Matchup, Pens minus 115. Seven. Seven is the over-under in this hockey game. Keep it locked here to the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci, host Red Heat and Rage. we got our boy, uh, who's coming up uh, later on in the show, Drew Dinkmeyer, to talk a little DFS, and our boy Big Man on campus with some college picks. Stick around, everybody. Game Time Decisions. You got to get those levels up, uh, Yang, if you can here. We can't tell if we're uh, we're back or we're going to breaks or uh, or anything else uh, in between. Now we can kind of hear it a little, little better. Uh, level two uh, begins. Game time decisions. Red Heat and uh, Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Morenci. Yeah, big man on campus will join us in the six o'clock hour. Dick Meyer's here as well. Dick Meyer at about uh, six uh, six twelve or so, or six oh nine. Yeah, was six oh nine. And uh, we got six games on happen tonight. International Basketball Association. College basketball tonight. Well, for the record, too, you know everyone's you know all the talk about Zion Williamson last night, Cam and. For the record, even if he plays, I think North Carolina covers the number. So just, just for the record, I know a lot of Duke people was, are like, oh, wow, that's what happened. No, 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 no. That, and I watched an earlier game, and the Duke did the exact same thing against Syracuse that game, and they were uncomfortable, and all they did was chuck threes, and that Jack White guy missed a million threes, and they got behind, and they eventually came back and tied Syracuse. But that game gave, they were 17.5-point dogs. They had no, no, not even close to cover in that game. Syracuse won outright. It was a very similar game stri- script last night. North Carolina came out on the road. They punched them early, and uh, after that, Duke was just kind of like a deer in the headlights. They they got steamrolled with with or without. Zion. We're going to replay the. Game. We're going to play the Lionel Hollins interview um, in, in a couple of minutes. Yet uh, we should be playing Cam's uh, comments from yesterday. Actually, yeah, I don't like in which that, yeah. I believe your exact yeah. words were: "You need something bad to happen to Duke." Let's <laughs> see. Yeah, well, something bad happened to Duke. I don't like that. Uh, what I said that too. I know. I just. Uh, I don't know what to say, Morency. I was actually like, you know, How I was you never said that. Why didn't you say that about Tom Brady before the Super Bowl? <laughs> that's a good.
good point. Uh, I'll remember that next time. <laughs> I really didn't want anything like to you happen. You used your power it, like you on, on, on a regular yeah, season game. You only had a few bucks that's, on. Like That's a good point. And you're worried about your Virginia future. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That New England Super Bowl would have been a much smarter time to use the power. <laughs> yeah, you just said, oh, I need something bad to happen. <laughs> I know. Yeah, maybe it's because I just didn't really want it. Like, it was just kind of, like, lingering. Like, if I put too much negative vibes into it, it would have been bad. I just I just mentioned, I'm like, hey, I got Virginia futures. I didn't say I wanted anything bad to happen to Zion. Like, when his shoe broke and that happened, I was kind of like, oh, God. Yeah, of like, course not. This is, a tr- this is a problem. Like, you know what I mean? But... Hey, he'll be okay. I think it's it's just a minor minor ankle sprain. He'll be fine. The question is, uh, is he going to play for Duke anymore? As a handler, he might just say, you know what? It's been a good run. I'll see you at the NBA draft. Nah, he's going to play. I bet you he plays. I bet he will, too. That's my bet. I'm a betting man. He will play. Yeah, I think he plays. I don't, I don't think he's going to shut it down. I think kids, kids having fun. And, you know? It's risky. All right, Lionel Hollins. If you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Throwing it down in Midtown Manhattan, NYC. Beautiful day in New York City today, uh, actually. Uh, Joe Ranieri's uh, in uh, Florida. Uh, we're talking Zion Williamson. And who better to help us out than uh, a, a man that was a college star, a uh, first, uh, a, a high uh, first-round pick in the NBA, NBA champion, longtime coach. And as I stated, I don't know if he's that good that he could, that he could take like me, Joe, and Ari, and three of you in our YouTube chat and get us in the playoffs, but I think he might be able to. Lionel Hollins joins us. Coach, welcome to the program. Uh, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Oh, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. So let's jump right in, uh, Coach. You know, these segments go so fast. So, um, so Zion Williamson last night, you know, what did you think when you saw it? Did you think, oh boy, that that's a serious injury? Do you think that's going to be okay? None of us are doctors, but what was your, uh, what was your reaction when you saw what went down last night? Well, my, my reaction was, uh, a little bit different. It was like, this is why you tell people that they can't put all their eggs in one basket because anything can happen. You know, everybody has the expectation he's going to be the number one pick. That could have been a serious injury last night. It could have ended his career, even though the surgeries and technology we have today is so great. But it's just the fact that, you know, everybody's expecting and expecting, and, and, and this guy is going to be the next, next this. This guy is going to be the next that. And, and there's a lot of hype behind him. But, um, you know, one slip like that and, and his life and career, career could be over. It reminds me of Clark Kellogg, who was such a great player and tore his knee up and ended his basketball career, and he went on to be a great broadcaster, of course, but uh, that's what I was thinking, and, and it, it just shows you, too, that Zion is the best player on that team and uh, possibly the best player in college basketball at this moment, but um, you know, we got to wait till we get to where we're going before we can say we're going to be all that, and uh, and that was a, a classic example of why last night. The NBA is a different, uh, you know, it's a different league now with with social media and 
you know, as big as it is. Uh, but what was it like uh, for you in 1975? Just as you know, you personally knowing you're, you know, where you're going to get drafted, how high you're going to get drafted. And, you know, what, what's it like for a young kid when you're so close to your dream and you're not there yet, right? It's like it's a couple of months away. It's a couple of months away. Like if you're Zion Williamson, it has to sort of be building and building and compounding. Um, what was it like for you, the anticipation, before you were getting drafted? Well, I didn't have anticipation, and we didn't go to New York uh, all 17 first-round picks uh, uh, you know, we didn't go there. What'd you do? You get a phone call or a letter? How'd you find out in '75? I found out from uh, from the media. Asked me how did I feel. Somebody called me on the phone, asked me how did I feel to be the number six uh, player in the draft uh, first for Portland. And you know, later on, Portland called me, but it was a media person that called me first. I was sitting in my apartment in Arizona. You know, I went to Arizona State University <laughs> yeah. and. And so, you know, we didn't have all the hype that, that surrounds uh, the players now and the expectations that surround the players now. And only time I talked to Portland, I was in Hawaii in a tournament, and uh, Stu Emman, who was the player personnel director, came in the locker room, and I had slipped and hurt my knee in, a, in one of the games. And I thought he was the doctor coming to tell me. I said, Doc, I think it's all right. You know, I, I bumped my knee on the floor when I fell. And he says, uh, he said, I know you're all right. He said, I'm not a doctor. He said, I'm Stu Emman. He introduced himself. <laughs> and he was in the locker room at the tournament. And uh, that shows you how things have changed and uh, uh, have grown. And the game has grown so much. And the exposure of the game is so great. And sometimes with social media, the players don't handle it very, very well. And, uh, you know, they, I never could figure out why everybody wants to tell all their business to everybody every day, you know, but that's, that's the way it is today. Hey, Lionel, it's uh, it's Joe Ranieri and, and Zion last night. Of course, everyone holds their breath. But I think a lot of people also forget he didn't come into this year being a surefire number one pick. His actual teammate did, R.J. Barrett. He was considered before the season started to be number one. And what we've learned here throughout the season is that Zion has the ability to be just that, a game changer, a household name. And I don't think that would have happened if he went and played in a G League or in China somewhere. I don't think anybody would be talking about, you know, Zion Williams uh, and and what a billionaire he's going to be. I think it happened because he chose to go to Duke and to go to college. And, oh, yeah, he's having a great time right now. I mean, he's having the most fun it looks like he's ever had. And people are going to try to say this is the reason why we should pay college uh, athletes. But I would say be very careful with that notion because this guy didn't come in being a number one draft pick. Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, holes in paying athletes. I think there is something that the athletes should be able to use their likeness and sell their name and their brand while they're in college. But paying athletes, who do you pay? Who's the best? Who's the second best? And there's a whole other can of worms because of, of Title IX, and women would deserve to be paid as well. The band would deserve to be paid, the cheerleaders. So that's a different different subject. And uh, But with Zion, it just shows you that it's about going and enjoying your life and enjoying the experience of playing the game and enjoying your teammates and enjoying college, enjoying the social atmosphere, enjoying going to class. And, and no matter how long you go to college, there is growth when you go to college because you are in a different environment. So th- that's what it speaks to me, not being the number one pick in the draft or whether he could have been or couldn't have been because 
eventually, wherever you're drafted, yes, you're going to make more money being the number one pick. But wherever you're drafted, you're going to have to come to the NBA and start at level one and work your way out up to being the best player that you could possibly be. People can't make you a, a, a generational player. People can't make you a superstar. People can't make you a star. You have to go out and earn that right by what you do on the court. So all that speculation about whether he would have been the number one or not been the number one is irrelevant because Michael Jordan was never the number one pick in the draft, but he was the number one player during his career and so on and so forth. So I think that you know where you get drafted is where you get drafted. You still have to go and, and do your thing. Pat Riley had a great line about you can never be the team until you are the team. Everybody can speculate that you're the team, but you have to go out there and be the team, and it's the same way with players. They have to go out there and be that player. There's a lot of lost hope in people that were drafted number one or even in the top five that never panned out, and there's guys that were lower that wound up being the stars. The outside pressure, and we're in conversation with uh, with, uh, former NBA head coach uh, Lionel Hollis. The outside pressure must be immense on him uh, right now. Well, if you're advising him... You know, it's tough because we don't know the extent of the injury, but basically the gist of it is, should he play anymore, Coach? Like, you know, he already is going to be the number one pick. Or let's say, you know, there's a lot of people like Barrett as well, but let's be real, Zion is the one that's going to sell jerseys and tickets, et cetera. Should he play again? Or, you know, would would you, would you if you're him, would you err on the side of caution or would you say, I got to get back out here and I want to play in the tournament? Well, let me ask you this question. If you're in high school and everybody's saying you're going to be the number one pick in the draft after one year of college, should you go to college and play or should you sit out until you're the number one player? Me personally, Coach, I would go to China. I would. I disagree with you. I would go get paid. I would go get paid overseas. I wouldn't play for free for the NCAA. Forget getting paid or not getting paid. I'm saying about the caution regarding possible injury. Yeah, do no, I hear what you're out? saying. I hear what you're saying. Because, that, yeah, he's got to go out and play and prove it, right? Do it, right? No, no, not even play and prove it. Even if there, it was guaranteed he was going to be the number one pick, what do you do? I'm not going to play until I'm the number one pick because I don't want to get hurt. you got to live your life. You know, Gordon Haywood was hurt in the first five minutes of a game after going to Boston. And everybody said, well, you can't play exhibition game. You can't do this in practice because you may get hurt. And it's not worth it because the games matter more. Life matters more. Enjoy life. You know, enjoy enjoy your time. Come Coach, man, I can, I, can, I can imagine you getting pretty frustrated. It was, did it bother you in the NBA that guys like, you know, they self, I'm not feeling well tonight. I'm, I'm going to decide to sit. As you know, you're an old school guy then. Did, you know, was it tough being in the NBA and some younger guys maybe don't have that threshold that you did to suck it up and get out there and do your job? It's not. A, it's not it has nothing to do with me. It's, it's every individual has the right to do what they feel is best for them. I'm just saying that uh, for me, I'm going to go. You know, you know, it's like coming out of high school to go to college. I was drafted by the Utah Stars after my junior year. I didn't leave, but some people did. That's fine. But for me, I enjoyed being in college, and the the first-round pick was still there the next year. Whatever money I got was still there. Yes, I could have gotten hurt, but I could have gotten hit by a car or fell out of the air of an airplane (laughs) going to after I got drafted and still never played. So, 
you know, you, you yeah. can't be fearful of what might happen. It's like going on a road trip in your car, and instead of having one spare, you got four spares in case you have all your tires go out. You know, you know, you just gotta live <laughs> and, and, and enjoy the moment. You only yeah, come no, I hear it. Gonna, I hear it. You know, I... and the money, the money, the money may be there and it may not be there, but you know. It has nothing that, you know, I just, I, I hear this all the time. Oh, that kid shouldn't go to college. Oh, that kid should do this. Or that. I, I coached the AAU team last summer. And one of the best players on my team is the second or third player in the, in the class of 220. People are telling him what he should do. And that's the pressure. I would tell Zion, enjoy your life. Get back out there. If you're 100% healthy, go play. And enjoy it. And if you choose not to, I'm not knocking him because he does, because that's his right. I'm just saying for my advice, and let your parents and your, and your family and your friends be a buffer so that you can get away from the noise and just enjoy the moments. That's, what I, that's the advice I would give the parents. That's the advice I would give the player. Tell everybody, help me to get away from this noise so I can relax and enjoy this time. Because once it's gone, it doesn't come back. Once you go into the NBA and become a professional, it's a job. And there are a lot more expectations. There's a lot more demands. There's a lot more pressure. And you, 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 you feel it. But now enjoy being free. It's the famous uh, Bo Schembeck speech, right? It's the last time you'll play for a team. You'll play for a contract. You'll play for money. Yeah. You'll play for this. You'll play for that. But it's the last time you'll play for a team in the famous Bo Schembechler team, team, team speech. Well, that's a great line, but uh, you know you're always going to be playing for a team ultimately, even though you you have money in the background. But there are a lot of other variables that take away from you thinking about the team when you get to the professional <laughs> level. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. hey, coach, I was wondering, Coach, do you think the NBA has a tanking issue? And if so, do you think it's affected the will to want to win all the time with some of these players? And just, Coach, uh, just for the record, you got one minute. We got one minute, guys. So if you could uh, bring it on, uh, Coach. Well, here's what I think. I think we the league does have uh, not even that a tanking by the year, but some teams are tanking for two or three years. Mm. I mean, when you don't put a product out there that says we're trying to win now, that's bad for the league's image. And I'm sure Adam Silver's had many conversations with people about this here. But, you know, the whole point of going out there and competing is to compete. But it's not the players. It's what the management and ownership is thinking. But as far as the players, when you go to a team that's not very good, it takes away your will just because every game you know you're not going to win. And and that's mm. that's what I heard Adam Silver speak about the parity and trying to get the bottom teams up so that when you get drafted, number one, you don't have to go and wallow in three or four years or five years of losing. I mean, I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns, you know, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves went through that until they got Jimmy Butler. I mean, it's not fun. It's not, it's not what you play for. So uh, I wouldn't want to be a part of one of those teams as a player not, and as a coach. Lytle Hollins. Coach, that was great stuff. Um, we'd love to get uh, get you on again. We'll talk some more NBA as opposed to the college game. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us today. My pleasure. Enjoy yourself. Have a great day. The coach Lionel Holland's getting fired up. I like it. Looks like me and Joe will have a little debate here. I'm going yes. to China. China. No way. Uh, I'll go to Europe first, actually. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We're back uh, into the uh, retro groove. Yeah, it's getting near dark. DFS closing in. Okay. Big man on campus. What good things now? Good interview, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Lionel Hollins. And for the record, so um, tomorrow when you tune in, tomorrow here, you're going to hear the morning after because uh, me and Cam are going to the Raptor game. And uh, the whole point of going to the Raptor game is to uh, to see DeMar DeRozan. Correct. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be a little late if we're going to cut in. I'm going to be in the air, actually. I'm going to be landing at about 4. Th- you know, they say I'll be landing at uh, 3.45, but uh, I can't. Uh, like, I'm not. I don't. I, I'm smart enough to know I can't say, oh, yeah, yeah I'll be fine. Like, uh, the combination, the combination of Billy Bishop Airport in Toronto and Newark International Airport in Jersey. Yeah. I've never once not been delayed. You know what I mean? Like I'm with you. Either, that, I accept it. Like I sort of book it in, for the, in advance. I know. I'm like, no, no, no. I need like an extra three, four hours type thing. Yeah, you know? that's... Uh, I don't even like cutting a, it this close, Cam. It's a tough parlay, I don't like cutting those it this two. close. Like if they tell you me, oh, we're leaving at five, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. done. I missed the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, no, it's a good thing. You got to get on there the earlier, earlier as possible. I noticed one thing from uh, my New York flight, though. When I left out in the morning, I got to the airport real early and just told them, "Hey, you got any empty seats?" And they put me on the earlier flight. I'm not sure if you could do that, but that was uh, that was LaGuardia I to, to the Pearson. Airport. Yeah, that's I got the, the morning show. That's oh yeah, excellent point. Right after the so, morning show, I got to run to the to Penn Station and hop on a train and hope that I, the trains don't. Uh, breakdown <laughs> i will say this though if you if you don't get uh, delayed in newark you'll be fine because you'll you'll breeze right through billy bishop i think get out of there it's all about uh, part one of your destination if you get in the air you'll oh, you be know good what the plus side is kid mm-hmm. um all the time with uh porter listen it's expensive porter they charge you for this stupid carry-on now but um they're the only airline. They give you booze. Oh, I know. <laughs> you get free. the steam whistles, a uh, can of steam whistle there. I'm envious. I know. It's it's a nice flight. Or a bottle of wine. They give you like a half bottle of wine, not a glass. They're like, here you go, sir. Yeah. Like, you get like one of the half mini bottles there. And uh, Very nice. I always have shows after. Like, I'm always like, oh, I got to get off the plane. I got to, like, no, I can't. And, like, you know, I swear to God, like, 90% of the time I've been on Porter, like, I've drank once. Uh, when I was with uh, the old DC uh, DCSC crew once, I was on a plane with him, and we got blasted on a Porter flight. But, uh, like, other, other than that, like, I can never drink on Porter, but no show tomorrow, and I'm going to the basketball game. So when she asked me, would you like a glass of wine or a beer, sir? I'll say yes. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would love a yes. refreshment. <laughs> yes. Refreshment. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, soften the, 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 you know, the you know, traveling and all that. I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'll just sort of have a couple of drinks on the plane. Yeah. Uh, me, Cam, me and Cam are going to hook up with the Prez. We're going to uh, we're going to hook up with the Prez uh, tomorrow night. 
and uh, we're supposedly going out to a very, very uh, expensive restaurant. And I tell Sounds you what, Cam aren't paying, so no, no, no. I, 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 I we'll going to have to be clarified uh, yeah. before yeah. we go in. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, there's no, uh, hey guys, yeah. you got a few hundred. Like, it's like, sorry, I'll leave a tip or something. But there, it has to be known that, uh, yeah, it's because uh, yeah, I'll say, because, listen, yeah, bro, if yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. case, I would have just had a slice of pizza, pizza. And that, the exactly. Game. Say, hey, I could, I could have, I could have gone down and got some street yeah, meat at that car. Hot dog. Like, I, yeah, I prefer a, I prefer a steak over 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 a wiener. But uh, yeah, I I got you. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I could have got two uh, street meats for eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Even street meat in Toronto is expensive now. It is. You need a ten spot. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not cheap there. It's not cheap. So we'll we'll figure it out. Whatever it is. So uh, tomorrow, I, yeah. So tomorrow. It's actually a really it's a good after. spot too. Where we're going, it's kind of like from, from where I am, central. Like I could just take a bus or a train right in, and Union Station's the hub. It's literally walking distance wherever we need to go, and you're close from that airport to where we're going. So yeah, it won't be a problem. Meet you right down there and uh, party time. Then we'll go right to the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be on the clock exactly. Like uh, yeah, we don't people screw around. Like I got. That's the thing. Yeah, I gotta yeah, be right like, downtown. Well, right like I'm not airport, coming in. Pick yeah, you I'm not up, coming in from you, the burbs. We go to the restaurant. I'll meet you guys. Don't even have to worry about picking me up. I'll meet you guys if I have to meet you at the restaurant or something, just to make it easier. You just tell me what to do, and I'll be ready to rock. I'll be ready to go. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. All right. So I just tweeted something, Cam. Check it out. So I was gonna say one good thing about like. Um, today was like the first day, and like I've, I'm up too late. I've really got to start going to bed a little earlier. I'm cutting it is too much. Like uh, I've sort of gotten used to this four-hour type thing, threshold of sleep, and but it messes me up sometimes. So I'm okay during the days, but in the morning, man, it's brutal. It's like I'm hungover and I'm not. You know what I mean? I wake up, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I got a headache. Like, like my brain's like, dude, you're not sleeping enough. Friday. So uh, this morning is the first time I missed the eight o'clock uh, ferry. <laughs> like. I cut it close. I actually forgot so I forgot stuff here. I came back. I forgot stuff twice because my mind's all over the place. I'm like, oh, I got to get it. I missed it by like one minute. So basically like everything, like my system's breaking down. I got to re reset the clock. Got to reset the clock. And uh, it's sort of like practice. Got to get there a little little bit earlier. <laughs> so I got to I gotta get back to like the 7.30, 7.45. But I don't like like running like down the street and stuff like that at 8 in the morning. So you're able to avoid uh, that right now, for the most part. That's the, the great thing about home home studios in today's yep. day and age. Uh, you bypass the commute. And I just retweeted the uh, a picture here that happened in New York earlier in the day. There's some crazy-ass stuff, Cam. You think you're... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You're, yeah, right through the guy's windshield there? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, my God. Like, look at the size of that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Thank God no, no one was injured there? That is unbelievable. Train track driver was seven uninjured. train. Oh, my God. And that's Dude, not like a small through. piece of steel. Yeah, that's Dude. huge. Like, imagine you're driving underneath, you're just driving along. And I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have a heart attack. I could tell you that right now. I'd have a heart attack and have an accident. Like, like, look at where it went know. through. Look at the video. Look where it went wow. through. It just missed the driver's side. It yeah, just it's right in the mid, yeah, it just missed the driver's head. Like, it's right just just to the right of the, uh, yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, that I thing is the, huge. Uh, <laughs> you know who runs yeah. the MTA here? You know who runs the uh, this, the, the subway system? That guy used to run the TTC. Who's in charge? You won't believe it. Who? Yeah. 
Andy Byford. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Andy Byford. Yeah, the guy's a uh, bad, bad hire by New York there. Bad move. <laughs> In New York, you guys, you guys got like a Toronto cast off there. That's good uh, stuff. This guy, <laughs> he's, he's like dude. the Subway All Star. This guy somehow, yeah, like he he's not a, he is not a Subway All Star. No, I don't know. By, by he any like stretch of the imagination, he he plays. They put the him in charge of Toronto. They caught New York in, uh, into putting him in charge here. But I was going to say, hey, Byford. Like, hey, Byford, what are you doing over there? Better better, better dip into the Treasury account here because we got a lawsuit. Like, dude, <laughs> Big time. Like, how did, this guy, like, how does he not sue them? I mean, he nearly got impaled. Like you said, he'll have nightmares for life, for real. Even Won't even be faking yeah. it. Yeah, no, no. You 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 said it. Like, if I can get a lawsuit for like a, a little bit of a slip and fall at a gas station, you almost had a huge, huge piece of steel impale you from height. Like, yeah, like I guarantee injury lawyers are like like a dog on a bone right now. They're salivating, going, "Please call me." They're probably fighting to get him as business. Like, this guy is gonna make a killing. <laughs> like, I, I didn't now, tell you, you know, how much. there's that. You know, there's the saying too, right? Only in New York, right? <laughs> right. So, like, true. Only in New York. Um, I had I saw like an Oli in New York thing that I've never seen anywhere else in my life, and I've I thought I've seen it all pretty much. Um, so Cam, like, it's actually it's like right on Eighth Avenue. It's like the shady McDonald's by Madison Square Garden and stuff, and it, it's pretty. Sh- it's not like you're not going to get shanked or anything. Like it's not like you're you're scared when you go there, but there's a lot of like sort of junkies and crackheads and street people and it's like there's a lot of them all right so it's like this little concentration mass outside mcdonald's and and like there's a methadone clinic and a rehab and there's all kinds of stuff in the area so they're 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 lingering and you know there's people that sell things but i saw a dude (laughs) the guy had like 50 50 little like tubes of toothpaste yeah travel tubes no, like no, but no bigger ones. Like in a box, though. He's like toothpaste, like toothpaste, toothpaste, <laughs> two bucks, two bucks, toothpaste. A bad deal. I think I've never seen someone hawking teeth toothpaste on the street. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I can't, so check out my tweet. I retweet it now. So, yeah, there's a guy in a, in a, in a drive through was standing there. I always use a drive-through ATM machine. I'm always scared I'm going to get smoked. <laughs> like to be honest. Yeah, you walk. You walk up. That's another like, thing. You walk up to the drive-through ATM machine because what are you going to do, right? Like some of them are in the building. And like, like even the night we went to FanDuel, right? We walked across the street. You showed me that Michael's place, and we walked to that bank, which was a drive-through. So how is that any different from me walking into a drive-through and asking for food when I don't want to go through the whole other damn building to get into the thing? It's exactly the same thing.
right? Florida, man. Florida. I rest my case. Yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn right. Law enforcement are overzealous. <laughs> you think? <laughs> to put it like, kindly, they're overzealous yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, I'm hungry. They really you really are. Like, me? Like, give me a break. It actually pisses me off. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just don't like that. Like, you know me what too. I mean? I got no problem with city. I got no problem with authority. I got no problem. You know, if a guy if a guy's doing something bad, sure. But when we were doing nothing, we weren't uh, causing any problems or anything. And you're just looking to pick people up. That's uh, a whole different story. Whole different story, but anyway. So I, I digress. The guy from uh, the guy from uh, Empire, pretty crazy oh, yeah, story, yeah. right? So, it's nuts. It's craziness. I know. So, Kev, I just retweeted. Check out, like, so see my tweet. Carl Winslow, not impressed. Carl Winslow, Carl. <laughs> but from Family Matters. <laughs> click, click, click the tweet and stuff. Like, look at, look at the yeah. guy. Look! Look at the guy. Like it's Carl Winslow. Carl. That's like Carl Winslow in real life. Like kind of a little bit more beaten down. Like he's seen he's seen some shit. <laughs> he's not all smiling. You see here. Like quick, quick, they, they're even in the same city. <laughs> I see your and thing so was in that. Chicago. Yeah, no, I'm looking at your I'm looking on your Twitter. I see stuff too cool for school. There's a picture of you with your arms crossed when you were young with people jumping on a football field. And I just see your writing. I see da 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 I see you and uh Carl from the Simpsons. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Char- oh Carl Winslow I don't not know what impressed. The hell you yeah. What do you mean yeah. me and Carl the Simpsons? <laughs> Yeah, you're, yeah, it's what I do. I'm, oh, you're, oh, my God. I just retweeted right. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. there's Dude, you do a lot of stuff, and people respond to you. It's like number eight on your list. Like, you have to scroll down. It's not the first thing that comes up, dude. That's what I'm telling you. Like, you got a lot of things in your uh, on sports rage. You go, yeah, I see him. Oh, my God. Yes, that is that is definitely like a more beat down Carl Winslow. Like a guy, like Carl Winslow after like a couple rough shifts. Definitely. <laughs> It's Carl Winslow working the streets in Chicago. <laughs> That's great. It's amazing to me. Like, yeah, it is. He's got yeah, the same mustache. Like, even like, yeah, everything. It's crazy. Like, same look. Is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spitting like, images. Uh, yeah. So the dude, the dude, uh, the dude from Empire, of course, a couple of weeks ago. I guess I don't know, whatever, three weeks ago, whatever it was. Of course, uh, claimed that he got attacked. Uh, in Chicago. Now, me and Corey talked about this the day it happened or the day after it happened. And so we should note, he said he got attacked and that, uh, you know, they were like uh, raving racists and they were wearing like Trump MAGA hats and like they poured like acid on them and they they, they said that uh, this is Trump America's now and all this stuff. And so he poured it on thick. He, you know, police investigated um, right away. Both me and Corey stated, I don't, I don't believe him. And I thought that, me personally, I thought that it was like a uh, he got into a fight with his boyfriend, or it was like he didn't want to tell the truth about why he was injured. You know what I mean? What what really happened? It just seemed like the thing is, Cam, when he made this story up, all right, when he when he he said this, dude, he said it during that polar vortex. Okay. The, dude, it was like the, the it was like minus seventy in Chicago, like it was like deathly cold type thing. 
Yeah, people actually. There was there a story like people crazy rednecks running the streets. Like no, it, there are people dying. Vortex. Like I actually too watched cold to move. Trust me, I got my Amazon. So, I remember, I watched a report. People in Chicago in that day. Yeah, it was actually one of the coldest temperatures like for that city ever. Yeah, and they so had like, number one homeless people dying and stuff. Like, exactly. So number it, one, like I, you know, I don't have to be Columbo or Matlock to think. Well, it's kind of strange. You got what were you doing walking around on one of the coldest days of the year? And, like, not just coldest day of the year, but, like, crazy cold. Like, in the history of Chicago cold. And there's dudes running around, what, like, randomly attacking people in a polar vortex? Like, and I have, uh, there's a fan. Uh, there's a, I have a fan out there. A uh, shout-out to Bobby. Um, he was in Vegas, actually. Remember the, the cop from Chicago? Oh, yeah, yeah. The cops, uh, the crew from Chicago. That's right. Correct. And And he even said to me, he said, dude, because remember, like, the, he, the, the guy on Empire said he got attacked, said it was, like, people wearing MAGA hats. And he said, you know, people that wear MAGA hats are the ones that get attacked in Chicago. <laughs> like, it's not the other way around. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody walking around the streets of downtown Chicago with a MAGA hat, all right? It ain't going to end well for you. And that's what he said. He goes, man, people wear MAGA hats, like... You know, he goes, it's the other way around, actually. Like, he'd be, no one's getting beat up. And even I said, now listen, you know, we're white guys, so I'm not going to sit here and stupidly state there's no racism uh, in America or Canada, et cetera, or anywhere for that matter. Um, but I found it hard to believe that people were running around the, the streets of Chicago in the middle of the winter with MAGA hats and, and rope, you know, yelling stuff, like... I didn't buy it. He poured it you on. Smelt a, I you smelt the rat early. You smelt the rat early. Where yeah, other people just believe yeah, everything. It was right? a whole. F- That's yeah, the yeah. No, I was. No, it was. You got to be. It was too much. Be skeptical. Like, it was too Hollywood. Be, like, come on. Be bro. skeptical these days. It was man. too like, much. People, yeah, I agree with you. That's so you think that most people so believed it. <laughs> That's the problem. So it turns out. No, no. I stated right away. I didn't believe it. So I. And you know, you got to be sensitive to these things. You know what I mean? I'm not like. So, oh no, I don't believe it. That's the bad thing because. This discounts real hate crimes. You know what I mean? It's like fake sexual assaults. It discounts real victims. That's what's so angering about this. That's the biggest, like, crime to, to this, actually. Not to mention the cops of Chicago wasted a lot of time and money in a city where they have better things to do for chasing for down to dudes. So he's so stupid, Cam. He paid the guys with a check. Like, it's in his bank. Like, he paid the guys with a check. They they told the whole story. They they sang on him. They're like, yeah, listen. He came up with everything, and they have every detail. And you know why he did this ultimately? The, you know what the motive was, man. The motive was he didn't feel as if though he was making enough money on the TV show Empire, which is a very big, big hit. Oh, I, yeah, I, I've, well, I've never really seen it. I know what it is. Yeah, you know Lee, what I mean? Lisa, I, I Lisa, yeah, she, she knows it all. Yeah, she told me about this story actually because she yeah, watches about the music business and yeah, hustle. And, yeah, yeah, it's supposedly well done, and yeah, it, it, it was really, really popular. Yeah, you know, like all shows, it's going to go down a bit. Yeah, but anyways, he's a regular on this show. Turns out, so they do eighteen episodes a year. Turns out, the guy was making sixty-five thousand an episode. It's good cash. It's not bad, Cam. Like, that's real good. It up, and 
Yeah, you, you add you add all that up, and sixty five. That, that's real money. Uh, like that's real money. Yeah, sixty five thousand an episode's fine. Yeah, Ted, you're, you're it's doing basically well. a million dollars. It's a million dollars actually. Like think ten times. You cut it in half, sixty five thousand. So six hundred fifty for ten episodes. Twelve fifty. Yeah, it's literally like one point. You know, a little over a million dollars. So he's making a million dollars a year to just sort of be a guy on a show, which is pretty damn good. You know, really, you're you're not even a star of the show. You know what I mean? You're just one of the guys on the show. You're making a million freaking dollars a year. Makes me wonder how much the other guys are making. So he's making a million dollars a year. What the hell is that sound, man? Yeah, yeah. what is it, Yang? What's going on, buddy? Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, I know. We heard heard you. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Yang. Uh, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that's that's the sound oh, of him. I've never heard that sound. Chime before. again. Yeah, well, I've heard it. Yeah, I, I can tell yeah. what it is. Got good, 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 good. It's always range. something every day. Yes, it is. Yeah. But you know, so now I'm all okay. rattled here. I'm talking about Empire. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I was so you're saying, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even close to the highest paid guy, like the main stars. He's yeah, so he's well. making. Yeah, so he's making over a million dollars a year, and he thought, Cam, that. He would be like people would feel sorry for him. <laughs> That's the crazy and thing. And his career, <laughs> his career would take off because he would be on all these talk shows as the gay guy, the gay black guy that got attacked. And it said now he ends up getting charged with falsifying the crimes. I like the yep. two dudes that did it. They split for Nigeria. <laughs> See, yeah, good yeah, idea. They, they, actually, they, they didn't really split. Like they're gone. <laughs> like that's a pro- that's a professional. Like I'm like like a criminal. Like you know when you're watching America's Most Wanted and like yeah yeah you know he he had well, created a crime, crime in Utah. He got caught in California. These guys go to Nigeria. Like good luck getting me. <laughs> we no, don't. It came out today that they left after they did it, like immediately. Yeah, right. Let's get they took let's the get check the and they split. They went right okay. to Nigeria. Wow, professionals. Yeah, good luck finding them in Nigeria. Like, good luck with that. But no, the thing is, they're screwed too because turns out now now the cops know everything. Turns out these Nigerian guys are like drug dealers and like they were selling. They basically like they, he was buying dope off them, and you know he paid so them thirty five hundred dollars. That's what it was. <laughs> Thirty-five, thirty-five hundred. Yeah. Pretty low end. This is like the stupidest. This is like the stupidest story since. Uh, it's like Tanya Harding-ish almost. It's just so bizarre. It, right, yeah. Let's bring Jason in. We brought him up earlier. Yeah, we did. We got a couple minutes for a break uh, here. Jason, Jason, Wisconsin. What's up, Jason? Gabe, the only reason I called was to thank you for getting me on quick. And uh, Cam, how are you? Was, uh, Pretty good, Jason. This reminded, this reminded me of uh, the Tanya Harding story. <laughs> you know, it, it does, it's, doesn't it? It really is sort of like yeah, 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 it's like, just yeah, bizarre. It's a goofs. Yeah, like yeah. stupid, like Galuli, and then instead you got Nigerian yeah. dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, they yeah, split right away after. Even they knew. Even they knew. They're like, we're getting the hell out of here. <laughs> like no, the best. The best about the yes. Sorry, Jason. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I think I think the guy's name has come to me now. His name was Sean Stant. I think. <laughs> I mean, Google it, but I think his name was Sean Stant, and that's who actually whacked her in the knee. But anyways, uh, that guy or another guy with him, they actually traveled across country, and they, they used a credit card to send them money, Galuli or whoever, and they and they had every single porn that he rented in each hotel and everything else. It was it was just laughable. It's like you're right. You know, it's, it was the it's, Stooge it's, Patrol. It's, it's, and, oh my and, god. 
And the best is, I saw the movie, Marenzi, the best is the cops get the guy on a wire and he meets him in, like, a Chinese restaurant. It's just, like, like you should have seen, like, the level of IQ of these people. It's like, what are they doing? Oh, like, it, it, was, it was unreal. The thing is, so too, <laughs> this guy from Empire, he went and pointed at the camera. Yeah. He took them. He took them to, like, the street and said, look. That's the camera that will capture this. Cheese and rice. Yeah. And like, how the hell do you point at a freaking camera that you're about like, I like, it's just like, they're like, yeah, we have them pointing at the camera. It's like, it's like, dear God, bro. Like, I like, how stupid are you? Like, never mind, like, the, never mind him doing this. The execution of this is just like, are you kidding me? Oh, no, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe, I, 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 hey, guys, I appreciate your time and I thank you, but, you know, Gabe, uh, uh, people like that and Cam, Cam and Gabe, people like that and me and you and all three of us have all had thoughts of awful things, but you don't fall through on them and it's terrible. The point being is, my, my God, that's why we're not in prison, the three of us. My God, what's wrong with people, you know? <laughs> yeah, I Jesus, thought about knocking Jesus, off a gas Jesus. station, but I didn't do yeah. it. I didn't do it, Jason. I thought better. No, you know, Thanks, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Thanks, guys. Bye. Game time says good Later, buddy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I can't help myself. I uh, can't help but laugh at some things on the internet. I know I shouldn't. <laughs> just so stupid. But... There's some dude I just retweeted. He's on a... You can follow me on Twitter, at SportsRage. At SportsRage, Twitter.com. There's some dude, Cam. Like, he, he's on a... He's on, like, a like a bicycle. Like, a uh, workout bike. Except, like, he's got a sword, too. <laughs> And the caption just says, "What the hell is this guy training for?" Like, he's he's, he's with a sword. Stuff, uh, yeah, you're telling people just do. That, that, the problem is, bike, people just do stuff to be like different and stupid now. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it used to be like wicked before. Yeah, now you're yeah, seeing yeah. more stuff like that. It kind of loses its luster. You know, everybody's like, "Hey, yeah, look at me. I'm being natural," but it's not really natural. I'll go check this out. Yeah, is it on your? <laughs> is it on your Twitter? Yeah, this guy's riding around with a sword. It's uh. Dangerous, very dangerous. Yeah, Wiley Coyote sends us the link to Salino Barnes for the guy that nearly got uh, he got the metal pole, nearly killed him. Oh yeah, this guy. Oh yeah, he's doing his workout video there with yeah. He's just like killing people with a sword on his uh, elliptical there. He's going. The guy looks. Yeah, I don't know about that guy. If I walked into the gym and saw that, I'd be nervous as hell. Look at this. Yeah, come on. I don't like, I'm not a fan of rats, but even on this, the uh, what's happening in New York Twitter page, there's like a steamroll rat on the sidewalk, bro. Like people put flowers around him and little like, candles and stuff. <laughs> people are whacked. I just retweeted someone too. Some dudes walking around wrapped up in saran wrap. Like, I don't know, man. Like, 
like I said, I'm still telling you, the, the, the dude selling toothpaste is still the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but nevertheless. And you said they weren't even regular they were tubes. They were, they were travel tubes for $2 no, each? No, they were in a box. No, no, not travel. They were regular just boxes. Oh, of just regular boxes of toothpaste. Yeah, okay. Wow, weird. Must have yeah. fallen off the back of a truck. Yeah, he's just like, but he had like 20 of them. He was like, toothpaste, toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste. Who, get your toothpaste. Who needs crap? Toothpaste. Who, needs, who wants a... Just thinking, like toothpaste isn't a type of thing that people are going to buy from a buy out the street exactly. outside of McDonald's. Drew Dinkmeyer will step up with a big man on campus as well.